the Radiant Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello, Radiant listeners. I am your host, Diana Lynch. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is episode number nine, and I am so excited about this episode because it is with a very special guest. Her name is Shell Pink. She is the founder of Spa Ritual, and she's also the pioneer of Slow Beauty. And if you haven't heard of Slow Beauty before, you're going to want to definitely listen to the podcast, and you're also going to need to go out and buy Shell's book, which is called Slow Beauty. I promise you it will change your life. She is amazing. I had the pleasure of meeting her um, a few months prior to recording this episode at one of her events at the Detox Market in LA, and she is just so just so down to earth and so awesome. And I really, really enjoyed meeting her. And I followed her for a while um, because I have a friend who works for Spa Ritual. So I've used their products. I just, I love everything that she stands for and what her company stands for. And it was just my pleasure to have the opportunity to have her on my podcast. I mean, I am so stoked um, to have someone like Shell on my podcast. So I really hope that um, you sit back and relax and enjoy this episode and just get to know and love Shell as much as I do. All right. Well, Shell, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited to interview you, uh, meeting you. I think it was like later in last year. Yeah. Um, was so much fun. And I've heard so much about you over the years because a good friend of mine works for you. So it was really cool to actually get to meet you in person and to hear about your book. And so I thought it would be fun to bring you on to the podcast so we could hear your journey into entrepreneurship and have you give us a little bit of a lowdown about your book. Okay, great. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. So this podcast is really designed to um, highlight female entrepreneurs who I feel or they feel operate from, you know, their heart space, they're heart centered, they're conscious and they want to change the world. And I think you embody that. So what made you decide to become an entrepreneur? Well, I think, well, first of all, I want to tell you that since I've always wanted, had this feeling that I wanted to change the world, I don't know. I really don't know where that comes from. <laughs> I think a lot of people have that feeling, mm-hmm. especially now. Um, but I remember, I can remember conversations with friends and, you know, just with myself, just growing up, just wanting to make a difference and to, and to contribute to the world and make it a better place. So, uh, you know, my path to, uh, you know, the launching the spa ritual brand, um, you know, was, was windy (laughs) and, you know, I had like a clothing line, um, prior to launching spa ritual, it was called Loba. Uh, it also was pretty mission based in the sense that, um, I was inspired from a book called, um, women who run with the wolves by Clarissa Pincola Estes. So Loba was uh, the wild woman archetype that she highlights in the book. So the thing, mission of that clothing line was really to help women get in touch with their, you know, that wild woman archetype inside. So I've always had this interest in kind of the internal, um, what's going on in there, um, you know, how to be the best version of yourself to contribute that best version, you know, to the world. So, uh, you know, after 
you know, after that line, I had this incredible opportunity to join the family business. So we, the, you know, the family business is Orly International, which is founded by my father-in-law. Um, after I became engaged to my husband, um, you know, I was offered a position at the company and, you know, took, took that position, uh, you know, as a brand manager working on another brand that they had. And, you know, from, from there, I really fell in love with the professional aspect of the business, mm -hmm. uh, education driven and saw that there was a need. And, and this was coming from my upbringing of really, my mom really made me aware of, you know, like early on, there was never an, there was never a separation between beauty, health and wellness growing up in okay. my mother. And she taught me about the importance of what I put on my body, what I put in my body. She made me aware of the healing benefits of spa and spas as a source of wellness. She taught me about environmental toxins and, you know, that to be aware of those and how to avoid those, um, help, taught me about healthy eating and it's important, you know, to, you know, seek out, you know, food that doesn't, isn't pumped with antibiotics and hormones and right. things that don't have pesticides. So there was just a lot of awareness in my household growing up about all of those things. Mm -hmm. And then when I left for college, I just continued on that path because I was so passionate about it and discovered Ayurveda and yoga. Um, and then after, after college, I discovered, um, you know, meditation. I've been uh, doing transcendental meditation for 18 years. So when I had this opportunity, um, you know, what I did is I, I, you know, no one at the time when we launched Bar Ritual it was 2004. So I joined the company three years prior. Okay. No one at the time was talking about hot bun ingredients and nail lacquer. And, you know, I never imagined that I would even be in the beauty industry. You know, it's just kind of where my path led me. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had this opportunity and also an obligation to start talking about the hot butt ingredients. And I came up with the idea of spa ritual to, to start that conversation, to start a conversation first and foremost with the nail technicians because they're working with the products day in and day out. Right. And through their intimate relationship with their clients, they had an could have an opportunity to educate them. So I really saw I saw this like this idea, an idea of this enlightened consumer, people that would be waking up and realizing, hey, you know, the world, we're getting sicker and sicker, mm. um, and it's a world of disease. And you know, how, what are we, what are we being exposed to, that's contributing to this? Right. And so in the beauty segment, you know, I wanted to start raising awareness about that. It was so early on that people really weren't that open to it. You know, there were definitely the people that had woken up early on and were really, really, you know, open to it and, you know, bringing into their spas and salons and, you know, starting that, you know, conversation with their clients. But, it, you know, it's just in the past few years where really things have really started to explode. And, you know, one of the things that I love about social media um, or that it does have a platform to get information and knowledge out there, you know, at a rapid pace, you know, but at the same right. time, you know, major issues with it as well. But <laughs> you know, that's a real positive thing to really get this movement going. So, you know, I think that, you know, that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's a long winded answer to no, your question about like what started me on the path to being an entrepreneur, but I just, I feel like, you know, it was always, I, I think, I don't, you know, I always knew that, you know, I wanted to kind of have my own thing. Right. Um, so my own, 
thing became something as part of it's part of a family business and I'm really proud of that of that of being part of this family business and that I was had they were you know give, gave me the opportunity to launch a brand like Spa Ritual um you know with all of the expertise that they have behind it so and and even with that expertise it has not been an easy road um, <laughs> I'm not sure uh, a family business is ever an easy road yeah no, and I don't mean it from that perspective. I mean, mean it more from like, you know, when we first started, like, you know, this, the, the marketplace right. was ready for it. And so now it's easier to have those conversations. So, you know, in a year after that, we started in body. You know, body's really my thing. You know, I'm all about, mm. you know, what you put on your body and what you put in your body. And I'm really excited to really have the conversations from the body space. We do a lot in the professional space with body training, massage therapists and, you know, oh, right. Cool. And you protocols and spas and salons, you know, the top spas and salons globally. So we really are experts in the body care category. And, you know, now like, you, you know, you saw, I met you at, you know, detox market mm -hmm. only launched in October and super excited. I've known, you know, them for many years when they first started as well, they were really early on also. And so it's just really exciting to get, you know, more into those kind of incredible spaces as well to, you know, get, get the word out there. And right. Help help people, you know, become more green in, in their beauty and understand the connection between health and wellness. That's so cool. And so you wrote your book, Slow Beauty. How did that come about? Was that because you started on this path of bringing the body side into spa ritual that led you to slow beauty? Or was that something you'd been working on prior to even bringing in that part to spa ritual? Yeah, I feel like slow beauty has been my life's work, really. I think that's the foundation of that happened, you know, growing up. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have the term for that until eight years ago. Okay. And so, you know, being in the beauty space, um, you know, helped me to bring, you know, to, to solidify that term. So, and, and explain this approach to beauty and health and wellness that I've been practicing and learning about my entire life. So, you know, the book is about how to develop a sustainable self-care practice and how to do that by tapping into all the incredible health, beauty and wellness knowledge globally. You know, so there's not one culture that, that gets it, you know, that has all the answers. Right. You know, it's a collective. It's like a, a conscious, you know, rising of the collective so the book you know really taps into it's my wellness autobiography and all the different modalities and you know things that I've tried you know both internal and external over the years and you know kind of my take on it um and you know it gives a lot of ideas on rituals and recipes that people can try but I really you know I kind of kind of set a tone and then I remove myself from it at the same time because I really believe that everybody is their own guru and they have the answers within. I give a lot of recommendations on what they can try, encourage and welcome people to, you know, bring in what they're already doing. Uh, you know, so I have a, it's split into four sections. So there's the philosophy, how to take a philosophical approach to beauty, the rituals, how to weave in rituals daily, monthly, yearly, and seasonally. Um, and then recipes, seasonal recipes um, from breathing movement, um, you know, and then food smoothies, teas, um, waters, uh, and then also do it yourself um, body care recipes as well. And then a whole section in the back is how to 
how to map it all out. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, self-care isn't something that's stagnant. Right. Good. You know, what we need one season is it's going to change from season to season. It could change day to day, month to month, year to year. And I just encourage people to be really open to that. I do really encourage people to ground themselves in a few key, at least three key self-care practices that they do daily. And then they can weave things, other things in as need be and as they kind of need to, you know, need to change things up a bit. Right. And so do you have a favorite section of the book that you you feel more drawn to or that you felt was more important or is like your favorite piece of the book? Well, I mean, for me, philosophy is always my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think, um, you know, really understanding the, it's a, I would say like my favorite parts are probably the philosophy and the rituals. Um, you know, really understanding, because I think we all need to think about new language and a new perspective on how we approach beauty. So um, I think understanding it philosophically and thinking about beauty mm. um, as a philosophy right. versus as a commodity, uh, I think that really will help shift things. So more, the more and more of us that view it that way and through that philosophical lens, I think that's going to be helpful to really make changes at a, at a deeper level. And then the rituals... I love the rituals because that's really very practical and putting things into motion. Um, it helps. Ritual really is a is a pathway to help you feel whole, to help us each feel whole. Uh, so I, I would love that too, you know. And then, so I, I would say, yeah, if I had to pick two out of the four, those, those are the, the two that um, I'm the most excited about. <laughs> Yeah, I've I think I'm to the ritual section of the book right now. Um, I try to read a little bit each day. And I was like, so gung ho when I first picked it up after we met. Um, And then I kind of got off track, just busy with life. And so the last like month and a half, I've been just reading a little bit each morning, which is, I guess, a part of my morning ritual is just to before I pick up my phone to just sit and have my coffee and just read for a little bit. And I find that I feel so much happier just doing that little change rather than the first thing that I do picking up the phone, you know, and checking my email or checking social media or something like that. So it's fun to read about the rituals. And I really like the part about um, honoring the light and going out in the first light and midday in the evening and just letting your body naturally adjust to, you know, the, um, the rhythm of the day. I thought that was a really great part. Do you have a daily ritual that you follow? Yeah, I do. I, my three, my core things are meditation. I have a daily meditation practice where I meditate twice a day for 20 minutes. Uh, and I, and it's just so beneficial. I feel the stress just, you know, just roll off you know, we're mm-hmm. picking up stressors every day, all day. Right. I, I love and highly recommend a meditation practice to um, just, you know, to cleanse that, mm-hmm. you know, the stress away. And then I do daily self-massage. I've been doing that for almost 20 years. Um, after I get out of the shower, I, I massage my body. There's incredible benefits from elevating the mood to toning the skin to increasing circulation so your you know your body can start the detoxifying and purification process 
um, you know, reduce the signs of cellulite. Right. Um, so I highly recommend that. And then I'm, I have a vegan diet. Uh, so, so those are kind of the three core things that I do. Mm-hmm. And then other things like, yeah, of course, like first light is great. I, you know, I'd rather go outside and kind of get that into my eye eyes instead of the light that comes from the phone. Right. I think it's really important that, you know, having, having that. So yeah, there's just all the other things in my book. I'll just kind of weave in okay. uh, different parts and as necessary. I think another really important thing that I do in the philosophy section, um, I identify, you know, Ashley Montague, um, anthropologists identify 27 basic human needs. Right. And I, I, you know, go through and explain all of those needs. I think as women, we don't really, you know, sometimes we don't even know we have needs. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's a, a practice that I do where each season I really hone in on three specific, mm. I do things to work towards fulfilling those needs. I so like that. Another practice in there that I really, that I do uh, consistently. That's awesome. And you, do you find like being an entrepreneur and, you know, you're a mother, right? So yeah. being an entrepreneur, being a mom, you know, being a wife, all of these things, do you find it difficult to keep up with your daily rituals or is it just so ingrained in who you are now that it's just, you know, everyone in your life knows that that's a part of who you are and it's going to happen? Yes, it's, I have like those three core things are really just so ingrained in me. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, brushing my teeth or flossing my teeth, right? washing my face or, you know, so those are just things that I've been doing for so long that they're really ingrained in me. Um, you know, and then it's the other things, you know, weaving in the other things, you know, just making time and, and space for those. Uh, I, you know, sometimes, yeah, things get a little, things get hectic, you right. know, raising kids and, um, but I'm, I'm just so glad I have the slow BD philosophy to help ground me. And it's kind of like, okay, you know, I, I have this and I get, you know, I can, it's a touchstone for me. Um, so, you know, it's there. Um, yeah, we go through busy, busy moments, but you know, I have that to help ground me and, you know, to help, help me, you know, connect again to, to slowing down and, and having that, that slower approach to, to life. Right. So, you know, I think a lot of our listeners are, you know, entrepreneurs as well. Do you have like one piece of advice that you'd say if someone was wanting to get started with following a slow beauty routine, what would be the like first thing they should focus on um, if they couldn't, you know, really map out, they didn't have the time or they felt like they didn't have the time anyways, because I think a lot of times we think we don't have the time when really we're just not scheduling our time. Um What's like the one thing that would be most beneficial to someone who is just starting out with a slow beauty routine? I feel like a meditation practice is super important because as an entrepreneur, you're going to be pulled in so many different directions. You're going to have a lot of people giving you their opinions. And when you have a meditation practice, it's a way to connect to your, you know, make that real connection to yourself and really know what, what are your, you know, reconnect constantly back to what your values are, mm-hmm. make better decisions, help you be more focused and help you be more productive as well. So I think if I had to choose one thing for an entrepreneur, I, I feel that a meditation practice is, is going to be the most um, beneficial for, for many reasons. 
Awesome. And I remember reading in the book, um, especially in the philosophy section about those 27, um, values. I can't remember what they were called. Um, what, you know, you mentioned that you would recommend maybe a group of women getting together in like a woman's circle and, you know, talking about them or maybe separating them for, you know, each time you get together talking about each one of those philosophies. What was the, do you believe like the connection of just having the group of the women together um, just enhances the slow beauty or what was the, you know, the message or behind that of like why, you know, we should get together in groups and, you know, discuss these different topics. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of women gatherings. I've been doing them for, for many years. And, uh, I think that slow beauty is something that you have your in individual practice, but mm -hmm. it's to come together as a group and, uh, practice it as well. I know I've been receiving messages. People are starting book clubs around it. Oh, cool. Um, there's um, an amazing woman um, you can find her on Instagram at, at Red Riding Hood Collective who's delving into each of the basic human needs. She's taking them week by week and doing a deep dive and, you know, oh, and cool. people in that process as well. So that's a really good example of that's something you or your um, listeners want to want to follow. But no, I think that it's really important for women, women, when we get together and we and we can, you know, we it's it's a it's empowering, you know, mm -hmm. and it strengthens us. And it, you know, I feel so amazing after I get together in my, in my groups and, you know, it's just this, this bond that is, um, it's, it's, it's just really powerful. And uh, so I really, you know, yeah, I highly encourage that. I do have a whole section in the book also about different types of groups that you can form. Oh, cool. Um, you know, slow beat is just one of them, but you know, book clubs and, you know, act, social activist groups and, but just, you know, get to get, get, be in a woman's group, you know? Right. Whether, and there's, you know, whatever your interests are, you're going to find other women who are interested in that also. And that power of that female bonding in community is just, it's just unparalleled right. and it's, it's transforming. So, you know, early on we talked about being a heart-centered and conscious entrepreneur, what does that mean to you? Like, what does being heart-centered and conscious mean to you and in your business? Well, I think for me, heart-centered means I'm, I'm uh, waking up each morning and making decisions, you know, drive, being driven from my heart versus my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that I'm, you know, there's a mission behind what I'm, what I'm doing. And there always has been, that's what gets me up, um, each day and, you know, to, to drive things, help drive things forward, uh, and keeps me going like every, and, and the other thing, you know, it's, there's ups and downs when you're, right. when you're running a business. And so I think, you know, coming from that heart place, you know, you're, you're not only thinking of the bottom line, which it is important to have a sustainable business, but right. you're also thinking of beyond that. How is your business making a positive impact on, on your employees? How is it making a positive impact on your, your clients and customers? How is it making a positive impact on the planet? Uh, so I, you know, having a heart centered business, uh, is, is, is a different lens. Mm-hmm that you're driving business through versus kind of that 
old, um, uh, you know, kind of that, that old way of doing, you know, business from past, you know, generations. Right, right. And so why is it important to you to be that type of entrepreneur? It's just in me, you know, it's not even like, it's not, I, it's just me. It's just my value system. It's not, it, it, it's beyond important or not important. Right. In that reality. It's just, I've always felt that way. I've always wanted to do, um, you know, a, a business that is going to be good for people and, and good for the planet and, you know, raise awareness about something you know, even when, you know, when I'm promoting, you know, my nail lacquer co- collections, mm-hmm. you know, I've done, you know, I did a collection a few years ago, a few years ago before meditation became super popular called Meditate. And so for me, yeah, the colors were really beautiful and there were these great pastels. But for me, it was so much more about having this conversation with beauty editors and clients and customers about the importance of meditation. Oh, okay. So using brand as a platform to have to raise, you know, to have these socially conscious conversations. Right. That's always been, you know, what the brand has been about and what I've been about in any, any, and any and all business adventures that I've, that I've um, been in. That's so awesome. So if you could have our listeners walk away with one message that you felt was most important for them, um, related to you, your business, slow beauty, um, whatever it is, what would that be? I've asked that question a lot. So I always, my answer is, uh, to be tenacious, you know, don't give up. You're gonna, it's, it's a wild ride. You're gonna have a lot of ups and downs, lots of curves. Uh, and to just, you know, just, you have to know what your mission is. So that you, every day when those curveballs show up, you know why you're doing what you're doing. Right. So. That, that's good advice. Um, I know firsthand as an entrepreneur, it's not easy to always keep that in your mind. So it's always a good reminder to always remember why you're doing what you're doing. So thank you for that. And how can our listeners find you? So, uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at shell.pink. Uh, you can also find my brand spa ritual at, at spa ritualist. Uh, I have my website, slowbeauty.com and also spa ritual.com. So any, any of those avenues will, you will find us. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. This is really great to hear more about your journey as an entrepreneur and how slow beauty came about. So really, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Shell. I know I had a lot of fun recording it and learned a lot about her. So I hope you learned something new. And like I said, um, her book, Slow Beauty, is really awesome. So um, I really highly recommend you get it. Also, um, you know, you can find me on my website, which is radianthandm.com. That's H and A N D M.com. So radianthandm.com. Um, I've got 
you know, blog, I have the podcast show notes and then just information about what I do. And you can also find me on Instagram, Radiant H and M. And I am on Facebook. Um, my Facebook page is Radiant Healing and Mineralism. And I have a group called um, the Radiant Insider Community. So if you think you are a radiant entrepreneur or want to be involved and learn more, um, please join our community. Would love to have you there. And um, that's where I share most um, new things that are coming out, not only to people who are subscribed as a Radiant Insider through my newsletter, but who are also a part of the community. So would love to have you there. And stay tuned for next episode, which is actually going to air next week, is episode number 10. And that is an interview with Sarah Finns. And I'm just so happy um, for you guys to hear that one as well. And March has been a packed month. So I hope you're enjoying the shows next month in April. We'll go back to every other week, um, unless something, you know, crazy happens and I'm feeling super inspired. Um, but I think I like that, um, cadence. So if you could leave us a review, it's really helpful because I'm learning. I want to make sure that I'm providing you with the content, a content that you want. So if you could leave me a review, I would really, really, really appreciate it, um, up on iTunes. And if you haven't already hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know of when new episodes air. All right. Well, I hope you guys are having a great week and wherever you are, I hope it's amazing.